Hallelujah. It is such an honor and a privilege to be back at the Strive Hangout with each and every last one of you. We want to welcome you to Strive Hangout broadcast where we are dedicated to bringing forth the voice and the heart of the scribe to individuals around the world. This is the Hangout Spot for book lovers, for book clubs, for artists, for for authors, for business owners, who anyone that desired when you come into the company of the scribes, you may just unlock the scribe within you. Here, right here at the scribes hangout. We get further information on the process, strategies, tips and tricks to writing to get into the mind of the scribe as we discuss their new project their new release or their book what it is that that god has called for for them to scribe and from heaven to build the kingdom it is such so awesome so awesome here 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 right here at the tribes hangout um, we get to hear about new releases and what's hot in and um in in, in the gospel industry and so here you can also come out and meet and greet and connect with scribes. All is the hangout spot for scribes, for the scribes, and those, everybody that, again, wants to be inspired, have a desire to be inspired. I am your host, publisher, and author, Pastor Deron Shay Zorn. And in this episode of the Scribe Hangout, we have a very special guest with us. And we're going to talk about her newly released book. It is good. It is awesome. I mean, I'm telling you, you guys have to go and pick up this book. You're going to see how amazing it is as we go into dialogue about it today. But, I, you know, I'm going to introduce her in a moment. But before I introduce her, I need for each of you to do me a great favor. I need for you to go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms because I'm telling you, there are some people in your circle, there are some people that you know that need to be right here at the Scribes Hangout with us on tonight as we get ready to discuss this very, very powerful book powerful book we have an an award-winning author here with us on today so go ahead and do me that favor as we can and then i'm gonna come back and i'm going to introduce our very powerful guest we have tonight with us we're gonna go to the throne of grace oh gracious father we just thank you for being in this place and thank you oh great and mighty king out here with us, the scribes on tonight, in the majestic name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, that even as we're committing this broadcast into your hands, that you would have your way, that you would guide every question, that you would guide every answer, Lord God, so that there will be released in the earth the sound that you need to go forth, oh God, that will penetrate atmospheres and penetrate, penetrate the hearts of your people so that they can be revived, so that they can be renewed, so that they can be refreshed in their spirit, so that they would no longer Oh God, being held bunny of the enemy, Lord God, we thank you, oh God, for releasing words of penetration and activation of one's mind and one's heart of, of even the environments in which your people are in, so that they can walk in the freedom and the truth of your very word. We know that who the Son has set free is free indeed. You 
also said, Father, that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And we thank you, God, for using this powerful vessel on tonight, oh God, through the very things that she have endured in life and that you have had her to strive, oh God, in this book, oh God, to help somebody in this place around the world throughout the nation. Father God, we give you glory. We give you praise for everything in which you're going to do in tonight's broadcast in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory be unto God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless God in this place. Now it's time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To, to be introduced to this very, very powerful woman of God. She is an award-winning author of Completely Whole and Places Revealed. An inspirational speaker, as well as a writing workshop instructor. Her literary works have been spotlighted in a growing number of publications, including CBN, Real, Real Faith Magazine, The Sacramento Observer, and Black Pearls Magazine. She has also appeared on numerous local and online radio shows tonight. I would like to introduce to the Scribe Hangout family none other than the elder Paulette Harper. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for having me. Amen. I'm excited for having you here. I mean, this book, now, book that we're going to discuss, you know, God has just given her um, such wisdom, such um, knowledge, and so much understanding through that in which she have been through. Her book we're going to discuss on tonight is That Was Then, This Is Now, This Broken Vessel Restored. My God. You know, Elder, even as I think about your your title of your book, um, Elder, you know, it, it makes me think about the book of Genesis and chapter 1, you know, when the Spirit of the Lord is hovering over the workplace and we're in that broken state and um, the Spirit of the Lord speak light and the light comes forth. And then when the light comes forth, it's from be placed within our life. And so we're going to just talk about this this broken vessel being born in, and, and this is now. Um, so we're going to just dive right into the book. Um, yeah. Elder, yeah. I was reading your book. And so you said something that was very, very um, powerful. You about... Um, overcoming expectations of others and yeah. in, in your book. And so I want to just have a little dialogue about that because I think many people stuck places because yeah. we're held in bondage because of, you know, we want to please man. Right. So let's exactly. have a dialogue about that. Definitely. So, yeah, I, I, when I was uh, pastoring with um, my my now ex, um, and then going through the divorce, 
that was one of the issues I really had to get delivered from. Of what other people were thinking about me, you know, as you know, one of the pastors, the woman of God, the minister, the successor. And so, um, you know, people put such high expectations on ministry gifts um, to the degree that, you know, we don't go through stuff, we don't have trials and testings and struggles that. We got it all together, but in reality, we don't, you know. And so um, dealing with getting over the expectation of what other people were going to be, because in all reality, the only person that um, I pleased with God, he was the only one who, he, he's the only one who has heaven and hell sinners too. No one else does. And so, um, you know, for me, it was a struggle because, um you know, when you're going through a divorce and you're going through a major loss or you, you have a struggle that you keep falling into, whatever the case may be, um, your natural instinct is to think about what others are going to say about you once they find, find out that you, you know, are struggling or you are falling in sin or whatever it is, you know. And so, um, you know, I'm a firm believer of not wanting to judge anyone, at least I fall in that very same trap. And so, um, just really dealing with that and coming to grips with, you know what, I, I can't please everybody. And the only one that I can really please is God and make sure that my life is a testament to, you know, he's able to do through me and just um, being assured that no matter what that I please him and he's the only one that you know that I can um, make happy and so that's really you know what our mindset is that it's, it's not about what other people think about us it's about God and, and, his, and getting his approval of our very own lives Amen. I think that is very, very, um, very, very powerful because when we put ourselves in a place where we're trying to please man, and because man is so um, unstable, I guess a good word I can use. Right. <laughs> They'll have you unstable because <laughs> one minute they like this and the next minute they like this. They're yeah. just not consistent. No consistency. And so, you know, and, and then not only that, that's just one person. But then when you're dealing with multiple people, <laughs> and then we want all these multiple personalities coming. It's too many people, and you got too many, too many different people to too many <laughs> So you just split all over the place. <laughs> yeah. You're miserable. You know, you're miserable because you just can't be you. <laughs> You just cannot right. be you, right. you know. And, right, exactly. and Paul says it this way that I love it. He says, you know, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am right. I trying to please people? If I was still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ, my Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and if it was about pleasing people, we would never be where we are right now because we would be stuck. On the the opinions of others, we would start on um, you know the visions of other people's and their plans and their own purposes for our own lives, and you just have to come up to you know you know convince within yourself that it's, it's I I just got to be who God created me to be, and everybody else 
um, you know. Amen. Amen. So, your book, Elder, um, you know, you talk about, you know, you, you, you're finding yourself in a place where, you know, you were, you know, you're divorced and you're just going through different trials and tribulations, even things that you was going through with those that who said that they love you and turned their back against you. And, you know, and you were just in this place of isolation. And so in your in your first chapter, you were about um, about being built being built um, for um, your circumstance, being built for your, your situation, being built for the storms of life, and uh, and how you was built. And that was so very, very profound. And so um, with that being said, you know, one of the questions that I have here is how important is it to laying the, the right in life when we experience a traumatic event or life transforming moment. Yeah, you know, it's important to have more of your foundation on Christ. Um, people have their foundations on a lot of things, a lot of different religions. People have their foundations and social status on, um, you know, foundations jobs foundation in one another and so our foundation as a, as a believer has to be Christ because the, the way that the world is created the things that are going on in this world um, it to, to you know trip us up. it comes to blow us away it comes to um, our foundation is not on Christ if our foundation is in that solid then the winds come and the trials come and the adversity comes and the chaos comes and the dust comes and, and everything that the world blows at us. If our foundation is not in Jesus Christ, we will succumb to those things that the world um, uses to uh, take us out. So it's very important that our foundation is built on God's word. It's real important that our foundation is built on prayer. Uh, it's very important that our foundation is built on the truth of the word of God. When life comes to wipe us out, when life comes to deal us blow after blow, blow after blow, how can we not, um, how can we make it without having a foundation? You know, um, it's not so much that um, things are, 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 you know, not going to come at us, but again, the belief standing on the word of God, that when the winds come, the rains come, storms of life comes to blow at us, then our house is built on nothing else but Jesus Christ and his foundation, that we will be a strong foundation built on the word of God. All of those, those things come, it won't wipe us out, it won't take us out. We will find ourselves being fortified as believers, being strong in the Lord and in the power of heaven. It's very, very important for every believer to have Christ as that center, the Christ as that firm foundation, just so that we're able to get through life in itself. Amen. Amen. Uh, putting that out on the solid rock, amen, which is... Jesus Christ, that every step that we take can be firm, but also, I mean, you said something um, very profound and grounded, so that even when the different terrains or storms or hurricanes and all those different things come, that, you know, we won't be moved, 
you know, begin to make me think about, you know, the three little pigs. <laughs> beginning made me um, that thought came up in my mind you right. know the the, the 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 straw and the wood and then the brick <laughs> right, made a right. in the yeah. foundation yeah. wow that's absolutely awesome so here um it was talking about getting better and I know you dealt with uh, the bitter roots, you know, a, a lot, not allowing the different um, forms of life or the things that people do unto us um, place us in of, of bitterness. And you wrote here in, on your page, um, in, in page 24, you talked about how people said they love you they turned and tried to take everything away from you your peace your happiness your your money and your joy you know and begin to mock god and so um someone that may be in that place right now where it seemed like you know those that love them they're stripping every you know they're trying to take everything that with them what would, and as you found yourself in this place before, what would be your words to give to them? Well, I'll put it like this. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and dark places. First, I had to remind myself that my fight was against that person. It was it was the spirits that were it was the spirits that were controlling them because it's easy for us to live the natural and, and, and say, okay, that person uh, to attack that person, you know, and that's what the enemy wants us to do attack one another mm-hmm. and to build that, that bridge between one another, all between one another. But when you know that your fight is not with flesh and blood, but it's against, against principalities, and I had to learn that I had to deal with the spirit that was operating in the person's life. And so the spirits that were operating in their life, that's how I began to pray. And and and, and even as I prayed for them, you know, um, I, I, the, the, the enemy, the strongholds in those people, sometimes, you know, it was a breakthrough, but then sometimes it would be like, okay, okay I guess I got to pray, you know. And so... Um, had to guard my own heart because nothing hurts worse than someone love hurts you in such a way that it is like oh my god it's it's your it's your you know your your flesh and blood your kids it can be your ex it can be the enemy will use anybody you know who gives himself over to that and so um don't get bitter get better came from a place where um didn't want to be bitter at the people who had hurt me because I knew if I allowed bitterness to take in my own heart, in my own life, bitterness can be like cancer. And it, it'll, it's a root that will dig deep with the soul, the heart of a man or a woman, and it will, be, it will begin to grow. It will begin to um, cause that individual to even uh, be, be sick. And, and then, you know, bitterness. Um, and unforgiveness. Um, once you get in a place like that, you miss out on the blessings of God. And then I didn't want people to have that kind of power over my life. Once you give yourself over to that, you basically are saying that that person has the power to, um, um, they have that governing 
power over your life. And I just did not want that. So for me, it was really identifying the slide back. Elder, I'm sorry. I do apologize for um, for um, breaking in, breaking in. Our your volume, the breaking up in and out, and but it's in of a message that um, that you're choppy, that not that is breaking. You're coming in and out when you're speaking, so they're not able to hear everything that you're saying. Um, so I don't know what type of adjustments we need to make. Well, actually, um, you're kind of choppy too, so I don't have laptops, so I don't know any adjustments. Okay, so, well, normally, now, if you're looking at your your Skype, it should tell you, it should give you an indicator on your um, your internet connection. It's good if it's or if it, it should tell you that. Is it, are you getting any... No, it's just that, um, you know, like, um, you know, it, it breaks up and, um, oh, I'm not even that says not a good connection or anything. Okay, so let's, so, um, Yeah, I'm trying to okay, see here. <laughs> let me give them, I'm going to let me put that. Thank you. Oh, Lord, it's a guy. We never last one of you for listening in on the Tribe Hangout. We're going to take a short break here so that we can um, work on some technical difficulties. And so while we're taking a break, let me get some music. While we're taking a short break here, I want you to just enjoy the music um, here. And we'll be right back on the Tribe's Hangout in Jesus' name. Rolling with DJ Adam brings engaging, upbeat DJ and DJ cover services to any celebration near Chatsworth, California. There is no better form of party or wedding entertainment, and all the proceeds go towards helping DJ Adam. For more information, go to the website, rollingwithdjadam.tv. That's www.rollingwithdjadam.tv. Okay, you see, you sound good. That sounds very good. 
Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna send them a message back later. And, okay. Um, okay. Awesome. 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 Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Shrives Hangout, where we're hanging out with none other than um, author Elder Paulette. Author Elder Paulette, and we're discussing her great, powerful book that was then, but this is now. We thank you for hanging out with the Shrives with us tonight, and and we just believe that what God is releasing in the earth that it is something to equip, empower you to move into your destiny. Before we took a break, um, we were about um being better, not bitter. Being better and not bitter. And Elder was telling us how to um that she had to first realize that the fight wasn't flesh and blood. But, you know, of course, against principalities and rules and places. And so she said she had, she began to not fight with the people in the flesh, but begin to deal with the spirit that she was dealing with that the other people was operating in and praying against those spirits and things of that nature. Things of that nature. Amen. So, um us to come from um, that question elder and and talk about um, strongholds you you made the statement that strongholds can only be dealt with by somebody and more powerful than we are do give the answer here but I'm going to let you give us that answer and you said that we can feed a stronghold in our own power or ability and so when we are, so I'm going to start off with, but first is that when we are, and the question is that when we fight strongholds, I will ask the first question would be, how can we identify the strongholds? That- well, you know, uh, every stronghold um, that I had to deal with, even in my own personal life, um, has a name. Mm-hmm. And so. So for me, I had to deal with depression. I had to deal with suicidal spirits. I had to deal with oppression. Um, I had to recognize the spirits that were trying to operate in my own life. And once I recognize those spirits, then of course I can get word of the scriptures and I can pray and you know and and bind and loose and, and cast out. And then um, it's the same with else who is, you know, maybe operating in the spirit of anger or spirit of rage or, you know, they are operating in bitterness and comfort. And so once you able to identify with those spirits, because they will show you who they are, they will reveal themselves um, in the essence of who and so spirit will mess itself in the, in the life of a person. And so when you have uh, discernment, when you know that somebody is operating in a spirit that you know is not God, not God um, and you're able to, um, to recognize that, then you can pray effectively by, you know, being that intercessor and coming in those strongholds and those spirits. And so um, as a believer, we can't do it on our own. We have to do it under the unction, under the power, under the God. And so the Bible says that it's the anointing that breaks every yoke. 
And so we can only get that anointing from God himself. And so when we apply the anointing and the blood and the word against the spirits that's operating in other people and in our in, in ourselves, the Bible says that it's the truth will make us free. The truth will set us free. We have to realize that it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the spirit of God. Yes, it's by the spirit of Almighty God. And so my strength and my my boldness, um, I can't get that in my flesh because I will be ready to fight you in flesh and that's I'm not going to wear it with that. But I can fight you in the Holy Spirit. I can fight you in the Spirit. I can fight uh, against the Prince of Power by praying in only tongues. So um, God gives us those arsenals. God gives us those weapons that we can uh, ward off the enemy, keep them at bay. But we got to, you know, use the Word of God. That, um, that's who we rely on. Um, it's not by might. It's by the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. I love that. He said, not by might, but it is by the spirit of the Lord. And so what that means, we have to be submissive. We have to humble ourselves under the hand of God. Amen. So the power, the might, the strength that we need to overcome every stronghold um, that we face. Amen. Amen. So, talk about, I'm going to um, just dive in here a little bit. Um, let's just go deeper in your book as you was talking about, you know, um, as you was going through your divorce and everything and you was dealing with everything that you had to deal with um, um, through your walk that you was having, you know, oppression and depression showed up in your life and suicidal thoughts showed up in your life even though you was anointed, you was appointed and you was, you know, carrier of God's word and, you know, um, and full of the Holy Ghost. And you still find yourself in a place um, where oppression and depression is knocking at your door. So let's talk about that because, you know, there's so many people in the body of Christ. And, you know, and you said it earlier, you know, we feel as if um, we get this misconception that, first of all, in the body of Christ, that we're not going to go through anything. And then don't let a leader go through something. You know, yeah. and, uh, you know, you get the side eye or, you know, people are looking at you all funny and, you know, all different ways. They have a, they begin to look at you from a different perspective when at the end of the day, you know, when we look in the word of God, it tells us that, hey, he said they're going to fight you, but they're going to fail. He didn't say what was going to He said they're going to fight you. And so I'm looking at your story. And so your day was oppression, depression, suicide, you know, everything else that you had to encounter. So let's just talk about that for a moment and what your process was like and and what could individuals do who may be in a place where oppression and depression and suicidal um, thoughts is is all around them. Well, what I I did is... um you know, when depression, I had to, um, I had to go to Western Dictionary because even though we might have different levels of depression, mm-hmm. and I had to find out what level of depression that I was on, and I was so, um, so low in my spirit, in which um, I for twenty weeks, and so we pastored for. Um, a number of years before I ended up in divorce. And so for me, my um, 
my connection was with him um about ministry was about the church and and you know and and raising my my, my kids um all connected with him and when that uh, foundation when that was removed i found myself not really knowing what i was going to do with my life and not even knowing god would even use me anymore mm. and so um dealing with the you know dealing with my mind, dealing with um, warfare that went on in my mind. And um, through, the, through the depression, you know, it uses any kind of crack, any kind of, you know, foot hole, foot hole, he'll, he'll move in. in and so um, for me, it was depression. And, and, you know, I kept going in this spiral, um, worse and worse and worse, where it ultimately... I wanted to just, you know, cause I, for me, I felt like there was no hope. You know, I felt like my life um, had just crumbled. And I had no, I had nothing else to live for. And I know, you know, I know now, and even, you know, years after that, that that was all a, you know, a lie of the enemy. So, you know, people have to determine, people have to realize um, the death of, of where they are, uh, that you know, the word of God and His 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 Spirit is able to break those strongholds in our very own lives. And so, um, you know, dealing with um, suicidal tendencies. And what God did was He He started He He brought somebody in my life, and that was able to minister to me. That was able to judge me. Because I was married to a pastor, because I was a pastor, they didn't judge me, but they they took the word of God and fed me the word of God and encouraged me and helped me through the process. And so you gotta in a state like that, you gotta surround yourself with word people, people that are not going to condemn you, people that are only gonna pray for you and lift you up and and just you know minister to you because. One of the problems that we have as, as Christians in the church is that we constantly keep wounding the wounds, the ones that are already wounded. And so we really need to up one another, encourage us, uh, encourage each other, uh, no matter what we're going through in life. Amen. Amen. Um, you're absolutely right. We have to um, have to do better as a body, um, as a whole, on how to... Um, handle the delicacy of, of individuals when they are you know transitioning um through several just through life things that just happen in life and we have to um learn to be very delicate and very um fragile and have compassion have yeah. compassion you know for god's people and yeah. understand you know um how and and operate out of the love of god because we never know, I mean, that's what one word can, can, can do and transform and change someone's life. And, and, you know, and I heard you said that, you know, it was like, you know, you, you was grounded and rooted in, in, in a pattern. A pattern was just taken away from you. And it's like, you know, everything that was attached to you was just gone. And it just left you in a state of avoidance. At the, yeah. at the end of the day, a place of avoidness where you have to try to find you, 
again. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and it and and I finally found Paulette. You know, mm. and it was a very it was a di- very difficult time, but yet I just you know I I couldn't even think about next week or next month. I just could only focus in on today. Let me get look. Let me get through today. And when I got through today. Then I got through the next day, and I got through the next day, and I got stronger, and I got stronger, and I got stronger, and I started to find out who Paulette was. God showed me that I was so much stronger than I had given myself credit for. That there was a resilience in me. There was a bounce back in Paulette that I had to recognize, and that I had to live in, and I had to walk in. And so, what? I started to, um, you know, once the veil started coming off my eyes and those layers started to be unfolded, peeled away from me, then I began to see who Paulette was. And I started walking in my newness. I started walking in the light of the word. I started walking more in the power of God. And I started walking and seeing that God was restoring my mind. He was restoring my heart. He was restoring my fellowship with him. He was just restoring me altogether. And so that's where the, the book vessels together. That's where God begins to put the pieces of life back together again. That's when, you know, God begins to restore the person, soul and body. And so... Um, it was a transition process, but God showed me that greater was was He than me than He was in the world. And so, as I began to walk daily with the Lord, He began to give more strength every day to endure. And um, so, the things that you know, you know, uh, over a course of time, and I saw how God was developing me and how God was really. Um, going up and, and causing me to grow um, into uh, the vessel that he had all, all he created to be. Amen. Awesome. I like it. I, I, mean, I love it. You said that as you found yourself, you begin to find yourself each and every day. And the more you found yourself, the stronger, you know, you got, the stronger you got. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, the place in your book talked about where you can't, uh, you, I mean, you had awakening, you had a, 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 an epiphany moment where you realized that you had put everything else thrown at the top of your heart um, above God. Um, yeah. You had to come to that place. Go ahead. No, right. I had to come to, to that place, that, that chapter, um, is that really me? Lord, you know, because, you know, when you're, you're broken, God shows you, you know, and not to crush you more, but just so you know the priorities, how the priorities were in your life, you know, and for me, um, my, my ex was a priority in my life because I, a believer, should never get to a point where we feel like our heart in person. No, my hope is in God. My, my hope is in the Lord. And so, you know, when in you know, my life, when you know, the, the people in church had left and, and all those things that were connected to him, so long, God just wanted the center of my heart. God just wanted to be on the throne of my heart. And that was that place where I had allowed my husband, my ex, to be. 
And so God said, he is a jealous God. Mm-hmm. He does not want anybody on the throne of our hearts except him. And he will remove circumstances and people that have um, been allowed to be on the throne of our hearts. Well, um, you know, when when all those things, you know, vanished and was removed from me, and all I had, all I had left was God, all I needed. That was all I needed, you know? And it took me being broken and scarred to get to the place of knowing all I needed was you, you know? And so um, it, it brings us to those, those places we have to, Lord, all I ever needed in my life was you, you know? I didn't, I didn't necessarily need, I didn't need him to put me. I didn't need him to do ministry with me. I didn't need him to validate me, confirm me, affirm me. I didn't need him. To do I just did God to do all of that. Amen. Amen. So, um, Elder, when we find ourselves in that place, or individuals have themselves in that place, and even right now, I'm, as I was hearing you talking, you know, I'm do, I, you're serving God. You're in a place where you're serving God, first lady. And even in your place of servanthood, you still feel where, you know, um, you have put your husband before God. And, you know, for people who just may be in that place, um, and, and they're still together with their, that nature, what what are some things that, that they could, that could, that they could use to kind of indicate? they have placed anything not just their spouse I mean, it could be their children their money you know it could be even their position or, or what have you what are some they probably can look at to see if they have put anything before god and then how can they find and then what are the steps or strategies to come back in alignment with god i think they need to ask themselves what would happen if is gone or what would happen if the husband has been removed or you know the home is gone or whatever whatever they value you know um you know god told abraham to offer up isaac to offer up that that son was that he waited over 25 years for and to offer him up to him as wife and so i can ask myself what is it in my life or in my surroundings or in my circle that, that precious to me that God may ask me to give it up and will I be willing to do it? And if you, if you find yourself at war with God, maybe that's that very thing that is really in the center of your life, you know. And so, the you know, the strategies behind it you know, the strategies, everybody has their own strategies, you know, um, and, and I, I, you know, I don't have a, you know, one, two, three plan. All I, all I can say is ask yourself, you know, what happens if this person is not in my life anymore? Who then am I going to rely on? It's so easy when we have somebody next to us or with us. It's easy to say, okay, if they're not going, I can rely on God. But when the test comes, when the when it's really, you know, when reality settles in and happens, then you 
really, really going to find out if you really trust God or not. Look, I'm hearing you. You know how so so many times, you know how we are. We we always have this hypothesis, right? <laughs> um, that we have that we that we can always say, "Well, I'm going to do this, or I would do that." But right. until you're until you're actually in that particular situation, you really don't know what you're doing. Right? <laughs> Is right. that situation yeah. that defining moment that time what you really would do? Yeah, and everybody, and everybody is going to deal with their own trials and testings uh, differently. You know, one thing I, I do know is, you know, I, I can't go through the same trials and testings as you, and you can't go through the same. We end up so differently. You know, our temperaments and our our are, are so different. Um, but God knows how much each of us, you know, can handle, and He only gives us. Um, what he knows uh, our temperament or our, um, you know, our strength can endure. You now, and so I'm so grateful to God that He knew and He trusted me in the very thing that came to break me. And you know, everybody else, it, you know, breaking point is is different. You know, but um, like you said. It's so easy for us to, to say, oh, you know, if I if that was me, I would do this, I would do that. But you don't know. And one day you may get an opportunity to sit, you know, for yourself and see if you would do the very same things. Man, I, you know, what I think that's so very, very awesome, um, you know, what you said, number one, that he don't put place upon us more than we can bear. And even to keep that in mind alone, that will give us the strength to endure, knowing that, you know what, if, he's, if he has um, entrusted me with it, that was what you that he entrusted me with going through it, he already know that I have the capacity come in to overcome and, and, and to do what, whatever it is that I am facing. And so I, I love the fact, you know, that you said that and you said that, you know, um, that which, you know, the, the enemy desired to break you, you know, is the very thing that really blessed you, you know. Yeah. It blessed yeah. you, was to show you, number one, who Paulette is right. and, and, and what's on the inside of, of, of Elder Paulette. What is her makeup, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, right. and, and it, it bless you with with um, allowing you to begin to have the identity, live and operate in the identity of Christ, amen, in this image and in the lives in which he created and formed um, you to be. And so um, I, I absolutely just, you know, love that. Hey, it wasn't it in those who are under the sound of our voices and that you're, you're in a trial, you're in a tribulation, you're in circumstances and situations. Know, you know, know that, hey, that it's not there to break you. It's really there to bless you. And if you would just find yourself in a place where you would surrender it over to God, he said, cast your cares upon me because I care for you because mm-hmm. I care for you so that you may have a sound mind and be alert amen and so cast your cares upon the Lord and knowing that as as you cast your cares upon him and you give everything over to him that he will begin to give you what it is that you need what is necessary for you um, for you to just conquer 
for you to endure what it is that you're going through. And and I'm going to have Elder to talk about it in a moment because it's not an overnight process. It's right. not an overnight process. She talked about, you know, day in and day out, you know, in, in her book, you know, how it was just, you know, it was difficult. And she mentioned a little bit here as well, how it was just difficult for her to um, to get up, get out of bed, you know, um, right. every day. Right. You know, but in spite of all of that, I mean, the enemy meant it for bad. God meant it for her good. Amen. For what is doing right now, lives being saved, lives being transformed, even as she's written this book. And oh man, Oh Jesus! This book to empower other people to help people come out of the strongholds of the enemy. And let me do this now. You know when the children of Israel and and um, I'm just gonna bless you one moment, um, Elder. Amen. From what you have endured, and just even as a living God, you know, um, it's just ministered me. And I'm just excited for you. Um, but the children of Israel, they was in bondage um, over in the book of Egypt. They also found themselves in bondage in the book of Israel. But guess what? Those things that held them in bondage, the things that kept them in captivity, um, the, those people, they had to pay tribute unto them. Right, they had to pay yeah. tribute unto them, and so even as this book, God used this book to minister to people around the world. Um, Elder Paulette, you know, that thing that had you in bondage that was there to break you, it blessed you one way. One, you finding your identity and, and who it is that God has called you to be in a greater capacity, but also in His same right, you know, it is paying tribute unto you as well as you know, um. Another stream of income to your yes. life. Yes. From yes. what it is that, hey, it got to pay you. Amen. Um, so, yeah. um, for everything that it took you through. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that is what it's doing. I use this book, and not only just the book, as to even take you to different places and destinations to share your story on the stage to help people um, be saved, set free, and delivered. Because people are in the church each and every day going, suffering in silence. Yeah. Suffering yeah. in silence. Yeah. And and they need to hear this message that God has placed on the inside of you and how you went in, how you endured, and how you came out, how you was put in the fire. <laughs> How you was put in the fire, but you did not get burned. It, yeah. it was hot in there. I know it was hot. <laughs> yes, but you don't look right. like what you've been through. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Ooh, God bless your name. You're going to make us have church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying to control myself over here. Amen. Ooh. Okay, so here, here. You know, I'm going to get back in the book. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. On page 89. I'm sorry. 
page 87, I mean 88, you talked about, um, well, you, you're dealing with death and, and purpose. And um, you were talking about how important it is to find out who God, your purpose in life, what it is that God has created you for. So mm-hmm. what would you speak uh, or what would you say to, you know, that that person or that individual out there who just don't, don't just lost without a cause, don't know who they are. They've mm-hmm. been wrapped up into everybody else and everything else. Everything defines them, but who has defined them to be. How could you, what are your words of wisdom to empower and encourage them to find, to dig deep and find them who they are? Well, you know, God is the great creator. He is the um, the potter with the clay. And so for anyone who's not sure uh, why they are here on earth, why they've been created, you know, um, ask the one who has created you. You know, he put passion and desires in all of us. So um, there should be a, a, a spark of something that, you know, you, you are inspired to do. And so with that, you know, passion and inspiration, whether it's, um, you know, it, it could be, you know, teaching, it, it, you know, it could be preaching the word, it could be, you know, doing, you know, missionary work, it could be a doctor, it could be, you know, your own business. I mean, you find it is that to you know um, have that that zeal for life you know um, and so you know, for me of course it was it was ministry it was you know was work but um, and so for anyone that doesn't know God knows you know and so you gotta ask your heavenly father why am I here you know, for what purpose do you want me to, to live? What do you want me to do? You know, where do you want to go? And I guarantee that when they ask God, he's going to let them know what they've been created to do. And so, you know, when we get to a point where we say, Lord, not my will, but you will be done. You show me what you, where you want me to go, what you want me to do, what you want me to say, um, what you want me to create, who you want me to bless. When God is the um, focal point in our prayer, when it's all about God, he is sure going to show us what it is that he has designed and created. Um, you know, what comes to, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God says, he says I've come that you will have life and you'll have a more abundant, you know. And so that, that abundant life comes comes in him. And so um, he'll give us a picture. He'll give us a, um, you know, he'll give us a um, and so when he does those things, you know what? We're to act on it. And there's nothing impossible with God. With God, all things are possible. Amen. I love it. With God, all things absolutely possible. And he said, yeah. I come to give you life, my God. Yeah. And life yeah. more abundantly. We got to yeah. get to the life and the life more abundantly. And, and you know, you know, made me think about Joshua, you know, and they was getting ready to cross over the Jordan. And um, Joshua was down at a place where you know, he was going to lead the children of Israel to over to the um, to the promised land. 
And God told them, God gave instructions, and he said to them, um, you know, told the structure, you know, they was getting ready to cross over that the priests would take the Ark of the Covenant, and they would, they would move, and they would begin to go over the Jordan, and that the people would move from their position, positioning from getting ready to go um, from where they are over to the promise but they had to move from their position they were currently in transition and begin to follow the ark of the covenant which was where god was where god dwells and because um and they had a wit because they did not know where he was taking them and so and for makes me think about lying and as you talked about transitioning into position and knowing that everything that we've been through um, has been hearing and developing us um, for the thing in which God has called forth in our life. Um, let's talk about this alignment, the power with the word of God um, for your life to even put you in a mindset to transition from, um, from the pit to the palace. Glory to God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pit to the palace. Yeah. You know, you have to be prepared for wherever it is God wants to take you. And that's an imposition. You know, um, after life just gives you those blows and those testing that you go through, come out, be in a place where you want to just receive what what it is, whatever it is God has for you, wherever, whatever place, whatever door he has to, you know, open up for you. But just being in that position, almost like, um, um, I'm thinking about uh, in baseball, the, um, the catcher, um, he stands behind the home plate. Uh, I guess he's called the catcher. He stands behind the home plate and he's in position, uh, you know, waiting for the ball to come. And that's how we have to be um, in position as well, just waiting on instruction of the Lord. And so once we get in that place where we can hear from the Lord, we there's more cloud over us that our, our ears are open to hearing from the voice of the Lord and that we're in a position that we say yes. You know, yes, Lord, where do you want me to go? And being in a position and being ready to go at any moment to that place where God has, um, you know, and not being stuck, you know, and not being stuck and complacent anymore, but always moving and being in, in the position of always uh, advancing and building momentum and getting to the place where, um, you know, God is speaking more and God is directing more and you're seeing the hand of the Lord on life. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you guys, this book is so anointed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even that just hearing the powerful woman of God, you know, speaking, it's just so much more in this book to unfold. <laughs> and it's so much more. You know, in this book that you can get in, and it would you you'll be stuck. It'll just captivate you, um, mm -hmm. and and that you want to finish it through the end, but not just finish it, but also you know, seeing moments where you're you're where you're reading and you're um, reading what she have, and just taking a moment and dissecting 
what yeah. she is saying and 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 how to apply it within your own life. You know, I want to read this part under the prophecy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God, the prophetic word. Uh, you know, it's under your chapter. This is now, and I'm just like, and I'm just reading this portion right here, and it's just like, wow. And so, even as I read it, I just want us to ponder the thoughts that mm-hmm. that are here. Um, as man god just came to the powerful woman to cut to write she says and this is the prophetic utterance i'm here and it it says this actually i mean we'll just go up here um you can read joel um chapter 2 verse 25 to 26 at your own time but let me just give you a part of this prophecy it says would you allow me from place to place in your heart the place that has been uncultivated those places that are barren and unfruitful you allow me to bring a freshening to those areas that are dry bitter and parched would you allow me to through your life and visit places that has been uninhabitable that place that I have not been allowed oh my god oh god thank you Jesus thank you Jesus will you allow him and that's just a, that's a little piece of it just we gonna tell y'all how to go get this powerful book in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, you can just hear the anointing. Amen. The power of of God and the anointing of God even just flow through the minister to, to our hearts, you know, and, and our minds. And it's it's just so much more in here that that uh, that God just allowed the woman of God to scribe on his behalf through her life story through her life story um elder I don't know what we did if is there anything that we did not discuss that you want to bring before the people and I'm going to get your contact information and all that in a moment. But is there anything else that you want to speak about that we didn't get to discuss today? Um, I think you, I think we touched on the 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 related points and highlighted the things that are you know really was able to really minister to to your you know your audience. I just want to you know encourage those that are listening that you know don't lose hope. You know, when it looks like all hell has broken loose, when it looks like ain't nothing happening, when it looks like nothing is, is, you know, changing, when it looks like it's just not, you know, God's not there, you know, just don't lose hope. You know, the end of the thing, it will be better than the beginning. You know, God sees the, the, the end result. You know, he, he sees the end result. And just don't lose hope for your hope has to be in the Lord and and you know his promises are yea and amen and he'll give you double for your trouble. Oh 
yes lord double for your trouble amen glory to god thank you jesus now there's two important questions i want to ask before we leave here on um today elder at the scribes hangout i want to ask number one um if you can tell the audience this book who is your market for this for the book that was then and this is now it is really to minister to uh, you know ministers wise pastors wise first ladies um anyone that's broken anyone that um you know, is is that place where they feel like, um, you know, the you know dreams have been broken, you know, promises have not been fulfilled. It is really a to really encourage, encourage anyone. Because I I bore all in that book. Now I didn't leave out, you know, anything in that book. Um, I just, you know, was an open vessel. Um, but, you know, open enough so that the Lord can minister through me to, to those that were reading. But, um, you know, women in incarcerated, you know, it's good for Bible um, studies. So, you know, because it's the word of God, anybody can really, anybody, any believer can, really, you know, take it, apply it, and uh, really allow, allow the, the testimonies in there to really transform their lives. Amen. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And so my next question is, how can they get a copy of this book? That was then, The Broken Vessel Restored. Amen. So they can um, go to Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles and also um, reach out to me on my website if they want to get an autograph copy. My website is uh, com, And uh, so those places, uh, they can connect with me even on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I would love for them to reach out to me. And, uh, you know, once they get the copy, they read it and tell me how much it has really ministered to their hearts. Awesome, awesome. That will be absolutely um great so she told you guys where to go and if you want an autograph you can go to her website and reach her right there you know what we were so in indulged in um in the book today <laughs> in the book today i forgot to give you the author tip i mean the scribe tip of the day i didn't even give you the um the the what's how to release today or the top 10 entertainment i didn't give you none of that <laughs> <laughs> we're just so engaged in this powerful message unto uh, Elder Paulette to just save lives and set them free. I will leave you with the scribe tip of the day, and that will be to dedicate time to writing. What you don't mm. dedicate to will be produced. And that will in conclude our tip of the day. I mm. just want each of you to know. Elder, thank you so much for this powerful interview um, tonight at the Scrim at the Scribes Hangout. Thank you for hanging out here with us on tonight and telling us about what God is doing in your life. Tell us about this powerful book that was then and this is now. Thank you for joining us um, on thank tonight. You. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Um, and the listening audience, I appreciate you. 
awesome awesome and do you have one more last question do you have any future projects that you're working on that we we could be looking out for um elder yeah i have a a little powerful booklet that i just released um earlier this week in fact it's called faith every mountain and so that is on ebook and for those who like they can check out my novel, See Places Revealed. And um, I'm working on another novel uh, as we speak. But um, I would really love when they grab a copy of, uh, you know, Secret Places Revealed and um, Faith for Every Mountain. Amen. Awesome, awesome. And we can go to go to your website um, to, to, to get that, to get everything. Or do you, you have authorage on um, Amazon? I do. I have an office page on Amazon. Um, they can also go to my website. But yes, I do have an office page on website. Um, uh, excuse me, an office page on Amazon. The books are, are there. Awesome, awesome. Again, thank you so much, mighty woman of God, being engaging us in a very powerful conversation about, mm-hmm. you know, divorce. I mean, we didn't deal with the death and end of that age and other specific stuff that you dealt with, but thank you um, for just coming and dealing with depression and no pressure and the things um, that people are dealing with overcoming um and then um, not dwelling in bitterness, but bettering ourselves in the things of the Lord and providing strategies on how to break free from strongholds, how not to get caught up in the devices of the enemy that he sent forth to kill, steal, and destroy in our life, but giving us, releasing through your life story how that we can live life and life more abundantly i'm just absolutely excited you guys have been listening to none other than elder paulette right here on the scribes hangout on the kingdom influence broadcast if this message has empowered you definitely 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 share it on your social media platforms you can also Visit us at um, kingdomsinfluencernetwork.com slash scribe hangout and that you can listen to the replay of this particular broadcast as well as um, our future and any other broadcast that we have had um, right here on the scribes hangout. But definitely, definitely share message with those that you know because I know that some very powerful things was released through this broadcast that would that could not only help you but that also help and influence those in your circle to be better and no longer bitter coming into the fullness of the power of God that's on the inside of them because great is he that is in them than he that is in the world. And tonight, Elder Paulette, the scribe who has hung out with us, have done an awesome job, amen, um, through the very work of her hand that God has given unto her and also releasing um, through her mouth on today with, with words of wisdom, words of power, words of encouragement, words of edification, words of activation in the lives of of God's people. And again, you're listening 
Grande at the Scribes Hangout, and we will see you next week, next Thursday at 9.30 p.m. We're hanging out with the Scribes in Jesus' name. Good night. Good night. Good night. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to cut off this.